Sentimental Garbage Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Old Boat, by Jarrett Pumphrey and Jerome Pumphrey, published by Norton Young Readers. The Old Boat is an overly sentimental book with way too many pages to get to its ultimate point, which is, we need to pick up trash. Will this book inspire us in the least bit? We'll bring a garbage bag, we're picking up trash. We begin on a little island seeing two people fishing in a boat. Where is the island? We don't know. Is it Key West or some third world country? That makes a huge difference as to how I feel about the characters and their old boat. On one hand, they could be taking the old boat out for fun in the sun, and on the other, they could be struggling to find a meal for the day. But the authors didn't think that was relevant for some reason. As we see them motoring around, we see what's below the water too. In some pictures, it's just poorly drawn fish. In others, it's trash with no context as to why it's there or how it got there. And again, if we knew where the island was, we could make assumptions. Either way, these two make sure to include every piece of trash you're not supposed to use, and we've been beaten over the head with as if it's the ultimate evil if you happen to use one of these items. Here are some of them. Six-pack rings. Of course. Sorry I like beer in moderation. Tires. Fun fact. Electric cars, because they're so heavy, destroy tires faster. So you're going to have more of them going forward. And plastic bags. Remember when they told us to use plastic bags and not paper bags because of deforestation? This shit changes every 10 years. What they should have had in the water was those reusable bags. They do more damage to the environment than a thousand plastic bags. While we're at it, throw in batteries and solar panels. All horrible for the environment. Ah, shit. I pointed out the obvious. I'm gonna get into some trouble. Anyway, rant over. These two idiots in a boat the size of a dinghy decide to go out into deeper waters of the ocean. These two are clearly novices. That's a good way to get killed, putting yourself in water that's too much for your boat to handle. They clearly only care about themselves because someone will have to risk their life to save them. Will the authors now waste everyone's time by going through experiences that have happened on the boat, trying in a not-so-subtle way to build nostalgia? Here's an example. Quote, The old boat caught once. End quote. And we can see an old man catching a fish. Did the authors have to be so corny? Just say they caught fish on the boat, it took them where they needed to go, and they got to see some cool shit. Eventually we see the old man is gone, and there's only one guy left in the boat. I'm going to guess he died. Did the younger one take him out to sea and push him into the water? so he could get his inheritance money to buy a new boat? Maybe. 
or it could have just been old age. The authors, instead of saying the lone man is lonely and depressed, decided to describe the boat as those things. And it just feels like they're trying way too hard. Not to mention, each page is one word. My arm is getting tired from all the flipping. Well, then the lone man gets caught in a storm. I told you he shouldn't have gone out so far. And he eventually gets washed up on the little island. And when he comes to, he sees it's covered in litter. Quote, On a small island, a new sailor turned the tide. End quote. Turn the tide? That's one cheesy nautical metaphor. The man decides to clean up all the trash. That's nice of him. And boy does he do a thorough job. He even puts on scuba diving gear and gets the shit on the bottom of the ocean. Eventually we see the story come full circle. The island is clean and the man is older, fishing with a young girl. What's the moral of this book? Don't take a small boat into open water is definitely one. It's dangerous and you could die if you don't have the proper equipment. But let's move past that and go straight to what these two authors were going for. Their lesson was to scare us, the readers, into consuming less and picking up trash, which I have no problem with the not littering and picking up trash when you see it part. I say to the authors, preach. I just find it rich that they're trying to conflate us using a plastic grocery bag every once in a while to the degradation of the oceans. When they literally used one word a page, and sometimes even no words. This was a 56-page book that could have been the exact same story on 14 pages. If that's not the pot calling the kettle black, I don't know what is. Maybe they should stop cutting down so many trees and wasting them on blank pages. As for Jarrett and Jerome's writing, they managed to make a book feel long with almost no words. They tried so hard to be artsy and sentimental, it was almost laughable. As for their pictures, they were colorful and done in their own style, but they really didn't show off any skill. Jerome works for Walt Disney, and with some of the garbage coming out of there lately, it doesn't shock me he's employed by them. I've gotta apologize. I've been on a roll this week with not-so-good books. I'm hoping next week I'll be back to my chipper self. But back to this book. Don't get it to save the planet. Because if you do, it'll just end up in the trash. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 1.2. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and then wondering who thought it was a good idea to make it. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.